Salutations, you fantastic denizens of the internet. This is Dr. Nairi A. Bakalian, and you are listening to Friday Night History, your favorite historical romp with your favorite history dyke. Friday Night History, 25 September 2020. Asaksa Zaimon and the Boshin War. So, we have to start from the theoretical this week and then work our way to the personal. Or, put another way, we have to start from the abstract and then work our way to the concrete. So please, bear with me. So let's talk about caste. Mibun Seido in Japanese, the system of caste in Edo period Japan. 1600 to 1868-ish. Generally speaking, caste in the Edo period is divided into four statuses. Warrior, farmer, artisan, merchant, in descending order of standing. The warrior caste ruled, but in time the economic power shifted increasingly to the other castes. But these weren't the only castes in Japan. <clears throat> this is where the untouchables come in, the outcasts. There are different terms for them throughout history. By the 1860s in the late Edo era, the two major terms are Hinin and Eta. They were outcasts, they were deemed outcasts for a variety of reasons, um, not just limited to working with leather, but significantly things of that nature, working with leather or working other, with other things that were considered um, trades that were ritually polluting and were regularly ritually polluting. So, um, uh, ritually polluting or things that were regularly ritually polluting like uh, leatherworking, uh, like undertaking, like butchering. The Eta of Eastern Japan in the Kanto region, the Tokai, and up into the Tohoku region, my stomping grounds, were under the authority of a man named Danzaimon, who was the Etagashira, or head Eta. Danzaimon was a hereditary name passed down in this family line among its heads. By 1868, this was Danzaimon XIII, who was also known as Dan Naoki. I'll call him Danzaimon for the purpose of consistency. His official residence was in the Asakusa district of Edo, Asakusa district in modern-day Taito City, Tokyo. So he's also known as Asakusa Danzaimon. Despite the low status of Eta vis-à-vis -vis the Japanese caste structure, the holder of the name Danzaimon lived well, held an estate, derived income from some of the economic activities of Eta under his jurisdiction, and enjoyed considerable autonomy in matters pertaining to Eta, including the right to try and punish Eta in the areas under his jurisdiction. From meritorious service in the Choshu War, the shogunate awarded Danzaimon XIII with the status of commoner, though he retained authority over the Eta. But his authority wasn't just over Eta. Indeed, even some of the perform some performers of sacred and auspicious arts in eastern Japan were under Danzaimon's authority. But it was more than this that was under Danzaimon's authority. And that brings us to the Boshin War. At the outbreak of the Boshin War in early 1868, 
Danzaimon was in Edo when the remnants of the Tokugawa government and military leadership arrived from their headlong retreat from the Kyoto-Osaka area. The ex-shogun, Tokugawa Yoshinobu, had allowed the nascent Kyoto government, led by Satsuma and Choshu domains, to outmaneuver and provoke him into action, and then did not press home his numerical advantage, which led to his rout from Kyoto. Thus, the necessary course of action before his administration in those early days of the war in February of 1868 was to buy time for friendly forces to regroup and secure the Kanto Plain and its approaches around Edo. Shinsengumi is one of the shogunate's more famous units. It, too, took part in the fighting outside of Kyoto, and its survivors returned to Edo, with the first of them arriving aboard the shogunate navy warship Fujiyamamaru on 8 February 1868. Shinsengumi's troopers sought medical treatment, rearmed, re-equipped with western-style uniforms, and awaited further orders. These came on 21 March when the ex-shogunate leadership ordered them to attack and hold Kai province to the west, which was a key piece of land normally under direct Tokugawa control. Shinsengumi troop strength had dwindled somewhat. The unit was still reassembling itself after getting routed and split outside of Kyoto, and prior to moving out on this mission, it numbered around 70. So recruitment was also an important priority. Shinsengumi is famous for having recruited regardless of caste origin since its formation in 1863. Mind you, at this point in the late Edo into early Meiji period, caste had less and less real meaning. Quite often, a person could simply become a warrior by buying the status. So with that in mind, it should come as no surprise that they did not oppose the inclusion of about 100 people from under Danzaimon's jurisdiction as reinforcements. And these weren't simply untrained draftees, they were trained in Western-style infantry drill. Danzaimon may have been elevated to ordinary commoner, but his jurisdiction was still over Eta. So yes, the reinforced Chinsengumi went out to Kai, numbering closer to 200, thanks to the chief Eta. Sadly... Shinsengumi commander Kondo Isami lost what initiative he'd possessed, and the unit was routed at the Battle of Kashio by the Kyoto government's troops in that sector, a force of about 1,200, commanded by Itagaki Taisuke. Danzaimon survived the war, went on to serve the Imperial Army in the early Meiji era. He hired an American tanner named Charles Henninger, and built a factory for producing Western-style military footwear. While the official designation of Eta and Hinin were abolished once the Meiji government took power, discrimination against their descendants continues to this day. But I do think we need to pause and think about what it meant that the person with jurisdiction over all the Eta of Eastern Japan had but to command it, and a hundred people would answer. Even people downtrodden by unequal political systems have power. I'm Nairi, and this has been Friday Night History. Now, questions? Friday Night History is a weekly historical romp brought to you by me, your favorite history dyke, Dr. Nairi A. Bakalian. Our theme is Buga Blue by Craig Friedrich, performed by the U.S. Army Blues, available royalty-free through pixabay.com music. 
To support Friday Night History and the rest of my work, sign up to become a patron today at patreon.com slash riversidewings. That's all for this week of Friday Night History. Next week, Nagasaki Harbor. We explore the intersection of the Tokugawa Shogunate's foreign policy, Commander James Glynn of the USS Preble, the survivors of the whaler Lagoda, and a gutsy English teacher named Ronald McDonald. Yes, Ronald McDonald! And what all of this has to do with Commodore Matthew Colbraith Perry's gunboat diplomacy in 1850s Japan. Hope to see you there. And remember, who you are and what lights your fire is worth fighting for. I'll see you around. <laughs>